Good morning, Contrarians! Wednesday morning, October 11th, 6.40 a.m. Happy Hump Day. Well, stocks rallied yesterday, but finished off of the highs. The uh, catalyst was Fed speakers, again, repeating the mantra that interest rates may be high enough and that the Fed may be done hiking. Now, as of this morning, we are looking at a little bit of risk on, but the action is most profound in the bond market. But stocks aren't doing all that much. We have uh, stock index futures pointing to small gains led by tech this time. The Nasdaq is up three-tenths of 1%, others a little less. In the bond, bond markets, now these are continuing to see bids, especially at the long end of the curve. The 30-year is down 11 basis points to 4.72%. The 10-year is rallying as well. The yield there is down 10 basis points to 4.56. And the 2-year is down just 2 basis points to 4.96%. Keeping in mind that yields move into stated prices. So I know numbers don't translate very well over audio, but you can see here a bunch of yield curve uninversion going on. And that is consistent with the Fed backing off of interest rate hikes. Commodities are not doing much at all. WTI crude oil down a half of 1% to trade around $85.50 a barrel. Copper is unchanged. Cryptos are down a bit. Uh, The bunch of uh, headlines out of the the SBF trial in uh, New York, Um, that may be why, not sure. But uh, Bitcoin is down 1% to trade around $27,200. In terms of known events today, we have MBA mortgage applications out at the top of the hour, seeing how it's Wednesday. We get those every week. The big event is producer prices. This is the main event of the day. And this is important because the PPI is very much a leading indicator when it comes to inflation. Under the premise that producers just pass higher prices off to consumers. And the numbers that we're looking for here is 0.3% month-over-month increase to the headline figure. That's a pretty significant drop from what we had last month, which was 0.7%. And uh, then we have on the core side, core PPI, which excludes food and energy, that's expected to come in at 0.2% monthly, month-over-month, which is the same as last month. And that would actually raise the annualized number there a little bit to 2.6% from 2.5. So still not quite where the Fed wants it to be. Again, these are producer prices, not consumer. Consumer is still well above, but if this is indeed a leading indicator, then once this gets down to 2%, consumer prices should soon follow. Now, these have generally been on a downward trend here. I've included a nice little chart here for you. And you can see that over the last you know, nine months, Since late last year, we've only had one time when the monthly core PPI was above 0.2%. That was actually two months ago in July when it was 0.4%. Other than that, it was uh, either 0.20 or one time we actually had a negative in June, negative 0.1. So that would conceivably bode well for producer prices uh, which would then bode well for consumer prices. So continue, continuing the trend here that we've seen for a while in inflation, that it is improving. 
whether it's improving at the fast enough pace for the Fed. Well, we I guess we know now that the Fed is pretty content, ostensibly, with where interest rates are. Speaking of the Fed, we do get FOMC meeting minutes out at 2 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, this should shed some light on the debate, if there was one, that they had last month at the meeting. Uh, nice insight to have, I guess, but probably not all that important where the market is concerned because we moved on to other things and the Fed has gotten different marching orders now. All right, so this music, uh, I didn't want to say the song, but it, uh, there's the drums, comes as a request from a listener. So yes, you can request music. And maybe I'll even play it if I deem it appropriate for this interlude, which in this case I I did. I found this was a nice little uh, intro to the bottom line segment. And what we have here is a little bit of a sense that fear has kind of left the building a bit. Again, it's just a sense and kind of ridiculous to talk about a sense when we're dealing with things like financial markets. But... It's, uh, I don't know, that's it. The, now, the situation in the Middle East obviously remains precarious, but markets are continuing to treat this just as another regional conflict and not one that will involve uh, bigger powers. Although, of course, they're involved as proxies already and have been. And other than that, we have the Fed officials now all saying that the bond market has done their work for them. And now that was with yields quite a bit higher. Once they said that, of course, it unleashed a rally and yields have come down. So we'll see how those views age now going into the next Fed meeting, which is on November 1st, so not for another what, three weeks or so. And right now, futures are pricing in just a 15% chance, one five of a rate hike. But you figure a lot of this is still going to depend on data. And that is where today's PPI comes in. And if it does flash hot, so if we get something above 0.3, 0.2, then you figure that all this good cheer could be out the window. And then Fed officials will have to walk back all of this dovish talk. And we'll probably have to do the whole thing over again. Now, it, it is likely, in fact, it's probable, in fact, it's almost certain that the Fed had these, has these PPI numbers already. But I'm not sure how early they get them. Again, media get these releases usually the morning of. So media will maybe now be getting it ahead of the release at 8.30 so they can write their stories and stuff. It's called embargoed. And if media get it then, then probably it means the numbers are ready at least a couple of days before. But for this to influence the speeches that we've gotten over the last couple of days, you figure that it would have to be a lot earlier than just yesterday or the day before. You would have figured they would have to have gotten it last week because it ta- you think it takes time to, you know, once you get these numbers to write the speeches. So from from that perspective you would think that probably the and we also get the consumer prices tomorrow cpi 
So hopefully the Fed had these numbers and it went into them writing up the speeches that they've given over the past week. Because if not, and if it does flash hot, it would really uh, be an embarrassment for them because then they'd have to walk back all this stuff and the bond market would probably fall apart again. So you figure that they aren't dumb enough to risk getting egg on their face again this way. Or maybe they are. I don't know. I'll leave it there. Uh, tomorrow, the CPI, same story. We'll look at that. We'll deal with that when the time comes. I've gone on far too long, almost nine minutes. Try to keep these to five. Um, and this obviously failed. But there is a lot going on. And so I wanted to get it all covered. And we'll leave it there. We'll be back here again tomorrow morning. Speak then. Bye.